Welcome back to another episode of Two Guys, One Topic. I'm Liam. And I'm Ollie. And for those of you that don't know, or for any new listeners, each episode we take a topic that we know very little about and we give ourselves just one week to read and research all about it. The idea being that we do the hard work and then we share what we feel is the most important pieces of information with you, the listeners. Yep. We're not experts in anything that we talk about on the pod. We say that every week. This is just a summary of all the stuff we found out over our research. But hopefully by sharing some of that knowledge with you, we can all learn just a little bit more about a whole lot of things. Definitely, Liam. That sounds good to me. Let's get on with this week's topic, which is Greek gods. Liam, this week's topic is Greek gods, one that I'm really looking forward to getting into and knowing a little bit more about. It was one that was suggested previously, wasn't it? Yeah, at the end of last series, we did our listener vote on Instagram, and um, this was one of the losing finalists. It was recommended to us by the account Hermitage Shanks. So thank we saw it and we thought it wouldn't bother us if this won the vote, and it, it did. So Greek gods it is. Um, I think it was Greek gods and Greek mythology, but we've taken a, a bit of a decision to split the two, haven't we? Um, we might have a part B to an episode for the first time ever at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Quite possibly. So we're getting into Greek gods. Can you let people know what you thought you knew about this before you started to research it? Right. This is the one where I can say the following. I actually knew some stuff about this. <laughs> yeah. My favourite PlayStation game is called God of War. And the whole thing is based in, in a world of Greek mythology. Okay. Um, if anyone out there is listening, and they'll know exactly, you know, Zeus is in it, Ares is in it, Artemis is in it, Apollo, Hermes. All the gods are in it. It's all part of it. Medusa and the Cyclops, all of that stuff. Okay. So, yeah, and the Titans. Like, I, I knew lots of this, I think, beforehand. So, yeah, consider me an expert, if you like. Um, I like that. I reckon you might be the exact opposite of that. Oh, man. I probably found doing cryptocurrency easier than doing this. <laughs> <laughs> for me, for me, this week has been like, somebody said to me, you need to catch up on a soap opera from like the 80s yeah. that you've got no idea about the characters and who they are and what they've done. And they're different people and there's different stories. And it's all, um, yeah, a little, all a little bit, interesting to say the least but we should probably crack on with it shall we yeah let's do that yeah you're right though soap opera is exactly what it is we'll try and reel off a whole bunch of gods and goddesses and titans and try and sum it all up but um yeah let's crack on yeah i can do that for us so in terms of just as a little bit of a summary then about what it is we're going to be talking about it's it's largely stories of the gods as i've just said and how they interacted with humans, and it's the myths that evolved around them, like the, the powers that they had and the, the things that they're able to do to try and almost give reason to the world is what we'll get into. Um, and each of these different gods, they had different powers and attributes, and they had different levels of importance, which we'll get onto. And there were 12 of these gods that are maybe the most significant that we'll be talking about today. And the one that probably is most famous, I think that everyone listening might have heard about, is the god Zeus. And Zeus was the leader of the gods, wasn't he? Yeah, Mr. Thunderbolt himself, he was leader of the gods. 
him and his 12 brothers, sisters, children. They, they were known as the Olympians, weren't they? They lived up on Mount Olympus. And yeah, they sort of ruled over all the other gods. But they weren't the original gods. It didn't start with them. They were the third generation of gods. We're trying to think of this as generationals. Yeah. Um, they were well, generation three and four, if you like, because it was Zeus and his brothers and sisters and then their children. So that's they're typically it. And the reason this came about is that Zeus gained control by overthrowing his father, there was someone called Kronos, who was king of the Titans. And there's a bit of a history. If we maybe go back and just talk about the Titans and just maybe how it all started, those two generations before, before we get to the super famous one of Zeus. Yeah, so, right, a quick word then. When we say Titans, they were just another family of gods, but they, they had a name Titan and then the ones after that we call gods. So when we say Titan, they're like the first and second generation of gods. And then the gods, as we know them, were generation three and four. So it all started out of nothing, didn't it? In Let's go right back to the creation of everything. This is what the Greeks believed at the time. These are all myths. Um, we'll talk about what that is a little bit later, I think. There was nothing. There was just chaos, wasn't there? Yeah, there was just chaos. And then out of this void, there was something called Erebus one of these very early gods. And Erebus was the personification of darkness. So darkness and night is just all that was there and it was all emptiness and silent and endless. And then somehow there was a god called love that was born. And from love came light and from the light came Gaia. Gaia. Sorry, Gaia, yeah. And what is Gaia? So Gaia is Earth. So from the light came the earth, the Gaia. Gaia, then out of nowhere, now, disclaimer, some of these just seem a little bit out there, don't they? Some of these stories, like it makes you sort of smile when you're saying this happened. But so they've all turned up out of nowhere. Gaia gave birth to the mountains, the sky and the sea. Didn't she? Yeah, that's right. She then took her son Uranus, who was the sky, as her husband, right? So we're now, the only thing that there is, is Gaia, Uranus, and a few other other titans. They are generation number one, okay? These are gods of earth and the sky and light and dark. And That's right. So, so we've already said there, so Gaia and Uranus, they then became a pair, didn't they? Yeah. And they then went on to produce some offspring. So they, they then produced three cyclopses. Three Hecantonkeries and nice. Titans. Right. So Generation 2 turn up. So there's now Uranus and Gaia, mum and dad of the Titans. They've now got 12 kids and some um, Cyclopses, which we all know are the one-eyed monster. And what's a Hecantonkeries, Ollie? You, you, you flew over that as if everyone would know what the Hecantonkeries are. Surely everyone knows what that is, don't they? I had to look that up quite a few times just to understand how to say it. So I'm pleased I nailed it first time. So Hecantonkeries, these are hundred-handed monsters. They were gigantic. They had 50 heads and 100 arms, and they were super, super strong. Right. So they've had these, these 12 titans and these monsters, but Uranus didn't like the monsters, so he banished them to the underworld. Now, Uranus didn't really like that because her husband is now getting rid of essentially their kids. He had the 12 Titans, but these monsters he didn't like, he banished. Yep. So what she wanted was one of her own children to overthrow him. 
but nobody would except the youngest, strongest Titan called Kronos. Yes, that's right. And so between the two of them, Gaia and Kronos, they set up an ambush, didn't they? And so when Uranus was asleep one night with Gaia, Kronos then sneaked up on him, grabbed his dad, castrated him with a, a stone sickle, and they threw his severed genitals into the ocean. Oh, lovely. And there's a good story about that a little bit later. Just remember that his, um, Uranus's genitals are in the ocean somewhere. Yeah. Kronos then took over. So at this point, what we've got is Gaia, Earth. She's like the mum of 12 Titans. And Kronos is the leader of these Titans now. He's overthrown his dad and become the leader. Okay. He then marries his sister, Rhea, and they, they become the leaders of the, of the Titans and they're having a lovely time. But Kronos, um, there's like a prophecy, isn't there, that Kronos will also be overthrown by his children. Yes. So yes. what he does is every time he has a child, he eats the child before it can grow old enough to overthrow him. Until, so Rhea, she didn't like that this was happening because <laughs> he's basically getting rid of her children again. Yeah. So what she what she did, when she gave birth to her sixth child, she then decided to wrap it up in stones, like a swaddling cloth, like put two rocks together in a swaddling cloth as if it was the baby. She then passed it off to Kronos and said, here you go, like here's the baby. And he then just duly ate it like you'd done to all of the other ones previously. Yep. And then that baby that she saved, she uh, she put in a cave somewhere and he, he basically grew up, but he grew up to be Zeus. That's right. So yeah, recap on that then. Kronos has eaten all of his children, apart from Zeus, who managed to get away because Rhea had disguised him as a load of rocks that, um, that he then ate. So yeah, he grows up. He, he grows up just to be a uh, you know a healthy strong normal person living in Greece and he managed to then go back and speak to his mum didn't he he spoke to Rhea and he was quite keen to to then try and see how he could then get involved in the royal family yeah so she she convinced Kronos to let him come back as like um like a servant so he comes back as a servant but really he's got revenge on his mind because his dad has basically eaten all of his brothers and sisters so and also his mum, Rhea, the Titan, she didn't like that he'd eaten all the kids. So Rhea and Kronos, much like Gaia had done with Kronos, you know, one generation before, she plotted with Zeus. How can he kill his dad? Yes. So she um, gave him like a drink. This is this is slightly a few people that disagree on what exactly happened here. The story is she gave him a drink that he could feed to his dad that would make him throw up. Right. And that's exactly what happened. So he had this drink, he threw up, and he then vomited up all of his previous children. But thankfully, even though they'd been inside him, they all came out unharmed, and they all came out fully grown. And what were the names of the children that he had? Right, so there's Zeus, and his dad, Kronos, had eaten five of his brothers and sisters. Now, we'll talk about who they were very, very quickly, but we'll come back to them later. They were Poseidon, Hera... Hestia, Demeter, and Hades. And you might have heard of some of those names, but there's now 
six gods, you know, Zeus and his brothers and sisters, they become the third generation. They then go to war with all of the Titans, basically their uncles and aunties and, you know, the generation above. They go to war. Who's the better, the the young gods or the older Titans? Um, And that was a, a really big war that was called the Titanography or something like that, wasn't it? Titanomachy is what the word was. Titanomachy. And it's known as the Ten-Year War, isn't it? Yeah, so the gods the gods and the titans are at war with each other. The gods are the younger ones. It's Zeus and his brothers and sisters. Um, Zeus ended up winning because what he did is he went down to the underworld and he freed the Cyclopses and the Hecantonkeries. They were on their side. And essentially, long story short, the, the gods won. The Titans were banished but to the underworld. I, I quite like this about the Hecantonkeries. They came out, they've got one of these hundred arms, and they just kept on throwing rocks at the old gods. The old gods thought that the, the world was falling down upon them, and then they ended up just getting buried and running away. And that was about yeah. the old gods, wasn't it? All of the Titans were banished to the underworld, except the, the females that didn't fight. But there was a very special thing from the Titan Atlas. Now, if we just pause here, what does Atlas do? Does you know, if you're listening, if I just repeat that. There was a Titan called Atlas. What does Atlas do that we actually know, Ollie? So there's there's a famous sculpture, isn't there, of Atlas holding up the world as punishment for he has to hold the world on his shoulders as punishment for fighting against Zeus. He, he was the leader. He led the Titans. He was their leader in battle. So he that's why he got special treatment. So all the other Titans were banished to the underworld. But Atlas, Zeus, obviously the gods are now in control. Zeus went, no, you were going to... I think that he actually held up the heavens, but yeah. the picture is him holding up the world because I don't know how you'd show him holding up the heavens. Yeah. Um, he was told to spend the rest of his days holding up the heavens. But So but, we're, we're right today then. We've, we've got Zeus. Zeus is... Zeus and his brothers and sisters. Yeah, generation three. There's six of them, but... Let's just circle back a minute. These are this is myths, right? Is any of this real? <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? But <laughs> it was something called a Hecantonkri with a hundred arms, and it was a giant, and there were cyclopses. But I think in in terms of these these myths and these stories that that are coming about, there are some slight inconsistencies between them, aren't there? So. For example, yeah. I was saying there, I'd, I'd read about how Atlas was holding up the world, but you were saying he's actually holding up the heavens. And there are yeah. some like slight, slight differences in the, the stories, depending on where you read them, aren't there? Yeah, well, the, I thought this was really interesting. The word mythos is Greek for story. So when we're talking about these myths, they are just stories. And yeah. they basically came about as a way to sort of explain the world, didn't they, to children, like... Yes. What happens when we die? Why does it rain? What's the point? What ends? Who was the first man? Like they basically sort of started as stories and just got elaborated. That's right. That's right. And then they they were then passed down and people had something to to believe in. So we should maybe put a time on this, really. So we're we're talking about you know a few thousand years ago. We're talking well, when it first got written down, wasn't this by like Homer when he started? He had a couple of famous things that he wrote. Didn't he have the Iliad? Yeah, they're, they're really famous Greek poems about history and stories, the Iliad and the Odyssey. Um, and he mentions, you know, there's all kinds of, of 
these stories are all sort of interwoven in it and the gods are in there. And he talks about like the Trojan horse and things like that. But that, that was like around 750, something like that, is the first time anyone can find it written down a okay. long, long time ago. Um, these stories have been around, yeah, for way... Yeah, but the stories have come way, way before that. Yeah. Way, way before that. They're just... Yeah, just trying to explain away stuff. It's stuff like um, Mount Olympus. Like, we, we were talking about that in the week, weren't we? Mount Olympus does actually exist. Mount Olympus, if you go to Greece, Mount Olympus is there and you can go up it. It's like 2,900 metres high. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Mount, Mount Olympus, just to remind you, so this is where these 12 Greek gods, Zeus's era that we're, we're mainly focusing on, this is where they then lived, wasn't it? And the reason why people put them on Mount Olympus, which is a real place, as Liam just said, is it, it was the highest peak in Greece. And some people think they put them there because that's the highest point. That was where the heavens touched earth. And with yeah. it being maybe such a, it was so high up, people weren't able to climb at that point. There was a bit of a, a mythical place up there as well. But even, even Mount Olympus sort of, morphed in time didn't it to, to where yeah. it actually was it, it came to mean like this just this mythical place where the gods lived you know like you were saying like to begin with you know if you've never been up a mountain and you can see mount olympus oh the gods must live up there that's yeah. pretty flipping high yes but you know eventually someone's gone up there and gone, there's no gods up there mate <laughs> just gone, oh maybe they just live in mount olympus in this pretend place <laughs> But yeah, you can you can climb up it now, can't you? You can go up and see and and mm -hmm. see Mount Olympus, and you can you can go around and see maybe some of these other places where the gods were thought to have been. Well, we'll mention some of those later, shall we? Once we've um mentioned the gods, I guess let's let's circle back, circle back. Let's go back. So we're back. Let's talk about these gods then, Zeus and his brothers and sisters. Let's let's talk. Let's get through these. There, there are twelve Olympians, uh, Olymp the, the gods as we know them. These are the big time ones. They've defeated the Titans. This is it, the third generation. So we got Zeus. He was the most powerful god, wasn't he? He was ruler of the gods. He was the chief judge. Settled any arguments. He controlled the heavens, the skies, and the weather. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely right. So he's made his dad, Kronos, throw up his brothers and sisters, the first of which is Poseidon. What do we know about Poseidon? So Poseidon is the god of the seas. And water, storms, hurricane, earthquakes, and weirdly horses. Yep. I just throw that in there as well. But it's mainly, yeah, it's mainly so, yeah, Poseidon is, is god of the seas and god of water. And he is the middle son of Kronos and Rhea. He's the brother of Zeus. And his other brother is Hades. Yeah, so they, so there's Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. Hades is the ruler of the underworld. You, you might know that. Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades drew lots to determine who, um, who got what, basically. Hades, uh, Zeus won. Um, Poseidon got the sea, and Hades got the underworld. Yeah, they um, did. Once they, were, once they came into power, didn't they? That's when they drew lots and decided who yeah, yeah. what. Yeah, so we've got three brothers there, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades, but they also had three sisters. So one of those sisters is Hera. Yeah, so Hera... She is the queen and the goddess of marriage and women, okay. childbirth and family. She's the youngest daughter of Kronos and Rhea, and she is the sister and wife of Zeus. 
Yeah, we'll come back to that in just a second. He basically took her to be his wife, didn't he? But let's keep going. So his other sister is Hestia. She's the goddess of the hearth and fire. And she constantly tended to the fire so the eternal flame never went out. Um, And then their their last and final sister was Demeter. So Demeter, she's the god of harvest, fertility and the seasons. And she... She presided over the the health and the the fertility of Earth, basically. Okay, so they are our first six Olympians, okay? They are Zeus has made Kronos, his dad, throw up his children. He has six. There's six of them, three boys, (laughs) three boys, three girls. Um, Right, so six gods. Now, at this point, there's only six of them. So how are they going to populate the world? They're going to have to do something a bit strange, aren't they? So Zeus took Hera to be his wife. Now, Hera is his sister, just to... uh, get that clear in this uh, strange soap opera that we live in. So very interesting story about how he got Hera to be his wife. Do you know this? No, you go on and tell us. She refused his marriage proposal. So Zeus created a thunderstorm and transformed himself into a tiny little bird. Zeus pretended to be in distress and Hera, who felt pity towards the bird, brought it inside. Zeus then transformed himself back into himself and seduced her. Hera, ashamed of being exploited, agreed to marry Zeus. <laughs> Wrong with a little bit of to marry someone, or a bit, of, a little bit of deception there. Yeah, why? Why is it matter? So he's so he's married his. Well, he's got with his sister essentially. They have two children. These two join the gang. So there's six so far. There's two more coming. Okay, um, they are both males. One of them is Ares. So Ares, people might know this, is the god of war, violence, and bloodshed. And all of the other gods despised him except for Aphrodite. Okay. And okay. he's, yeah, he's, he's the one who's, who loves war. Okay. And the other child that he had with Hera, um, Ares' his brother, is Hephaestus. Now, Hephaestus was the god of fire, metalwork, and building. He was also the ugliest god. He was the only ugly one, apparently. Um, so he mostly kept himself to himself in his workshop. Right, but get this, and we'll come around to this a little bit later. Hephaestus has a Roman name, Vulcan. Right, yes. gods have two names, which we'll just t- we'll touch on later. But his name is Vulcan, and it is said that when he is underground forging his metalwork, you know, there's all that like lava and hot metal flanging all over the place, flinging everywhere. That comes out of the ground. But where do we see hot stuff coming out of the ground in a volcano? which is where the name Volcano comes from because his name was Vulcan in Roman times. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah, I like that. That's good. Right, so we've got eight gods. Um, Yeah, we've got eight gods now. Six originals and then two children, okay? So Zeus was a bit of a philanderer, wasn't he? He sort of went all over the shop and he He had more than one. He was happy, wasn't he? He was quite happy. (laughs) He loved himself an affair, didn't he? Yeah. So... He actually had loads and loads of affairs and loads and loads of children, but there were only certain ones ever are considered as like the main 12 gods. That's right. There are others, you know, it's worth saying these are not his only children. But I know you've got a good story about this one. So he he got with a Titan. Now, remember, they've killed all the Titans, but only the male Titans that fought them. So there are a whole bunch of female Titans in a generation above Zeus, essentially his aunties. (laughs) Um, he then gets with three of those um one of them is called minerva and he got with minerva 
And he ended up with a child called Athena, who we might have all heard of, right? Yes. Yeah, people might have heard of her. So the older gods warned that Zeus would come into trouble if his wife gave birth to a daughter. When his wife got pregnant, he then thought, hang on, I could be in trouble here if it turns out to be a girl. So he decided to swallow his wife whole. (laughs) (laughs) They've they've got a bit of history. (laughs) In your children. Yeah. So, um, so, but then what happened was when it came to the time for when Athena should be born, she then sprang fully grown out of Zeus's head. So weirdly, she she was then also completely dressed in armour, as she always would be, and she carried a shield and a spear. And she was a great warrior. And she was, yeah, the the goddess of wisdom. Okay, great. (laughs) Right. That's another one. So he's now got three children. There's him, his five brothers and sisters. They've got three children. He then had another affair with a titan called Leto. Okay, so this is another one of his aunties. This is a bit weird, though, isn't it? It's all like yep. getting a bit incestual. He has another affair with Leto, another titan, another one of his aunties. Um, she, though, she was a bit scared that Hera, his original wife, the first wife of his, would find out that he'd had this affair. So she ran away. And she ran away and gave birth to twins, who we've actually mentioned on this podcast before, because they've got a lot to do with the space, the NASA, don't they? Yeah. So, so you would have heard of them if you've listened to our moon episode. So we've got Apollo and Artemis. So Apollo was a boy. Artemis was a girl. They're a set of twins. Apollo was the god of light and the sun and truth and inspiration. And then you've got his sister, Artemis, so she's goddess of hunting, wilderness, and the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's two more, right? Uh, he then had another affair with another titan called Maya, and had Hermes. Hermes was the messenger of the god, the god of travel, which I think has probably got something to do with the company Hermes, hasn't it? I reckon that'd be why they, you know, the Hermes delivery company. There's yeah, a company in the UK called Hermes, and they're they're all about delivering stuff. So. Yeah, Hermes was the the messenger of the gods. He was the person who they said would communicate between the gods and between mortals. And he was also the god of travel um, and and communication, which sort of makes sense. Yeah, he was the fastest of all the gods. Zeus had another affair with another titan called Semele or Semel. I don't know how you'd pronounce that. And they had a, a, a daughter called Dionysus. And she was the god of fertility, wasn't she? Yeah, but also the god of wine. That's and a- pleasure, actually. So uh, do, does fertility and wine create pleasure? Is that why, like, <laughs> are they, like, all interlinked? Well, yeah, so um, apparently used to have pretty um, pretty big parties and enjoy themselves. That was what that, that god was famous for doing. Yeah, so so at this point, right, Zeus has married Hera. He's had two, two legit kids. He's then had affairs with one, two three, four other titans and ended up with five other children. Um, but really interesting, the last one is Aphrodite. And we said we'd come back to this a little bit later. What? Where did she come from? Well, I'll say what she's the god of and you can say where she came from if you like. Right. So Aphrodite, people might know this already, she's the god of love and desire and beauty. And it's quite interesting how she came about. Yeah, she sprung from the foam of the sea 
where where Uranus's genitals fell. Now this is Zeus's granddad. Okay, this is one of Zeus's dad was the Titan Kronos. Kronos's dad was the Titan Uranus. Remember way back when Kronos castrated Uranus. That's right. Okay, his genitals fell in the sea. From that, <laughs> Aphrodite was born. Crazy, right? <laughs> Crazy. I'm just, you know, I don't know if anyone listening, right? I have not got a family tree in front of me. My brain is in overdrive trying to work out what generation all of these children are and whose uncles and aunties. <laughs> so I actually managed to find a family tree. So we'll, we'll post that up as well. We'll put it on our Instagram. I see one because I see one because like Aphrodite just goes right around the outside because she hasn't actually come from any. She just like turns up. Out of you know, there's no there's no mum or dad. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Right. So let's let's roll back through these um gods then. Let's let, let's talk the Olympians, right? Let's do this all the way through. So the third generation, the main ones, they sprung from Kronos. Um, Kronos threw them all up after Zeus made him do so. There's Zeus, Poseidon, Hera, Hestia, Demeter, and Hades. They are six. They are brothers and sisters. Zeus then had some children. They basically joined this gang of Olympians to become the main ones. They were Ares, Hephaestus, Athena, Apollo, Artemis, Hermes, Dionysus, and Aphrodite. Exactly. And some of those are debatable whether they're included. Dionysus, I know, sometimes isn't included, as Hestia also sometimes isn't included, and Hades, for that matter, because he doesn't actually ever live on Mount Olympus, because he's That's the god right. of the underworld. Yes. There's some debate about whether he actually counts, but we've thrown them all in there. That might be 13 or 14. Um, but yeah, they're the gods, though. So, yeah, they're, they're the, the main 12, but we were saying, if you look into it and the, the stories, so the myths, the stories and the storytelling, there are actually loads more gods isn't there like with just some of the things that we were saying that these gods were gods of you get some pretty obscure ones don't you yeah i, I get the feeling you've got some written down and you're gonna tell me what they are well, no, i haven't but it's, it's almost like <laughs> you've got like the, the god of tablecloths and the, the god of chairs and there's all sorts of other like minor gods but so the reason being that these gods, they're the ones who have been most notorious and their stories have resonated the most. And so those stories have then been passed on, they've then been written about, as we were saying about with Homer and his Iliad and his Odyssey. And so that's why these ones have then lived on more, whereas other ones have just died out along the years. Yeah. Why did they die out? Do, do we know? Like, what happened? Like, are they still around? Yeah. Was it like the dinosaurs? Was there? <laughs> yeah. Did they just... The problem is, like, if they never existed in the first place, then... Where did they go if they were never here? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, we, why did it stop being a thing? So this was really interesting for me. And it is coming back to that whole idea about it's not too exciting. They did just die out and basically fall out of people's thoughts and memory. But it was because it was forced upon the Greeks. So the Greeks, they got overtaken and overthrown by the Romans. And yeah. the Romans... They were Christianity and they just slowly made sure that Christianity spread. And as part of doing that, they then, wherever they then invaded or wherever they then took over, they then made sure that those, those countries that they took over, they didn't maintain their beliefs because it then kept yeah. them stronger as a group of people. And so we, we saw them do that quite a lot. So I think when we were talking even about Halloween and 
um, talking about some pagan traditions. They did it when they were to the Norse gods as well. They, they get rid of them. They slightly change them or rename their stories and then yeah. turn them into Roman things and Christian Christianity related things. Yeah, because they, they liked the stories, didn't they? They appreciated the fact that the Greek educational system was really good and that the stories, like we said, the stories just teach you about things. And they liked that fact. But what they would do is they would change the names of the gods to be what they wanted them to be. And then essentially these gods sort of dropped out. So, so what they did, yeah, exactly. So the, the Romans, they liked the stories and some of the meanings behind it, but they they made it quite clear that it, it wasn't true and that these 12 Greek gods, they can't be gods because of some of the way that they act, some of the pettiness that they do, some of the jealousy that they have, and some of the immoral ways of, of living, like Zeus going on and having all of these affairs. And then like that propaganda, they would then manage to convince Greek people that actually, yeah, why should there be a God? Like a God should be something that's really pure and how we should live our lives. Maybe Zeus wasn't all he was cracked up to be. Plus, I think there was a case of if you weren't a Christian, you then might get yourself into trouble or killed. Yeah. Romans back yeah. Just some of the some of the Greek names, and we mentioned earlier Hephaestus was called Vulcan. Some you might have heard of Ares, the god of war, is Mars, isn't in the planet Mars. Um, Poseidon, people might know is Neptune. You, you, I reckon people have heard of Neptune as the god of the sea. Um, that is Poseidon. That's the Greek one. The Zeus is Jupiter, in in um like as a Roman god's name. Um, yeah, they've all got they've all got names. They've got the Apollo. Is Apollo is actually still called Apollo? Um, they, they kept that. But there is a religious practice. I, I did look into. Is it is there like religion or anything like that? There is a religious practice called. Hellenism or Hellenism. Okay. Where, so in Greece, where, where people are trying to like live as ancient Greeks did and, you know, still show respect and worship the gods and the nymphs and the, all these other deities and heroes and stuff like that. Okay. Um, it's not very big because obviously Greece is massively Christian, I think now. Um, but yeah, it's called Hellen- Hellenism. And I think the word, the word to be Hellenic is, is what we, you are Greek. That's, a, that's what Greek, they are Hellenic. So I think the word Hellenism is like to yes. be practicing Greek as yep. a Greek or, or something like that. We, we have got listeners in Greece, by the way. I did check before we started. So if any of you are out there, please let us know how close we are on the, how much, you know, how right we are, I guess. Yeah, no, that sounds good. But it's some, some pretty um, interesting stories, aren't there? There, there are loads and loads of, of stories that we could, could pull upon. Um, so not not talking about some of the mythology, as we said at the beginning, some of the, the stories of the gods. I mean, do you have any that you want to share quickly? Yeah, we well, we said we did say that we might have a part B on this and it might come out into maybe series five. You know, part B, actual, let's have some stories. But ones you'll have heard of, Pandora's box. Did you know that was a Greek? A, do you know that was a Greek story, Pandora's box? She, she basically opened the lid that released the world's ills. I didn't know that was what the story was, but that's a Greek one. The Minotaur. In the yeah. labyrinth, do you know that one? You remember yeah. that one at school? That's another one. Icarus, uh, flying too close to the sun, didn't he? That's that's a famous story with his wax wings. The Medusa, Hercules, King Midas and his golden touch. All of these are really famous Greek mythology, mythological stories, but they're all based within this world that we've started to put together with all of these gods. It's just, we, we thought it was a bit hard to try and explain these stories if we hadn't sort of preceded it by saying what all these gods are and how they're related to each other. 
and what they're the gods of. So I think a part B is going to go real nice. Yeah, definitely. There was there was one of the stories sticking with Athena. I said about her earlier. So Athena was the the god who sprang fully grown out of Zeus's head, complete, fully dressed in armor. But she had an interesting one. So there was a city that was looking to have a new god, and it was her and Poseidon. They both wanted to be the god of this city in Greece. And so what they decided to do was try and win the hearts and minds of these of this city. And Poseidon, what he did, he put his staff into the ground and he managed to make water spring up. And he said to them, here you go. You can now go and sail and explore the world. And they thought that was amazing. But Athena said to them, taste the water, just see what it's like. And they tasted it and it was really salty and it was awful. And they thought, oh, what? why has he done this to us? That's terrible. So she said, well, my gift to you instead is I'm going to do this. And she put her spear into the ground. A magical tree grew within seconds, which is a bit amazing in itself. And right. it turned out that this special tree was an olive tree. Greece is really famous for its olives. And she said to them that this tree will be really good for building houses. You can then use that wood to heat your houses. But even more amazingly, these little fruits on it called olives. And apparently the city, they absolutely love them. They use the, the oil for cooking and all sorts of stuff. And so they then decided to call their city after Athena, which is where we get the name of the city, Athens. Ah, that's cool. That leads me really nicely into the next thing, one of the last things I was just going to say. There are so many words that we use that have come from Greek mythology. Yes. And the Greek gods. There are so many. Okay. If I throw some gods at you, you can tell me what word this turned into. Okay. The Greek god Hypnos is the god of sleep. Hypnos. What do you think that word turned into? Um, hypnosis. Hypnosis. Okay, correct. Well done. The Greek god of fear was called Phobos. What does Phobos turn into? He's the god of fear. FOMO. <laughs> no, phobia. The word phobia. Yeah. Um, the god, the Greek goddess of the soul, is called Psyche. Oh, and I... that turned. No, I don't know. The word psychology. Okay. Um, the best one though, there was a nymph um, called Echo, right? And her job was to distract Hera from Zeus. I don't know who put her up to it. Her job was to keep Hera away from Zeus. So this is Zeus and his sister who later married. Is it worth okay. what a nymph is? Yeah, go for it. So a, a nymph is basically not quite a god, but quite a an attractive female that's normally linked to nature. So they're normally like in charge of trees or flowers or they're in okay. lakes. Okay. Well, her job was to distract Hera from Zeus. When Hera found out about this, she condemned Echo to only speak the last words that were spoken to her. Wow. Okay. We get the word Echo from because she obviously became an Echo. So what you're just echoing me like that is where it came from. That's nuts, isn't it? That is brilliant. Yeah, reading through this, as you said, there were there were different gods and different names that you would then read about, or like even like the American football team, the Titans, or yeah, it's used all over the place, isn't it? People then take these words or these gods and then apply them to to businesses or or things that they want to to be successful. Yeah. So we could we could probably talk about this all night and we're in danger of doing that, I think. Um, but there's so much to it and it is really interesting. Um, 
Liam, do you have a takeaway that you want? Yeah, to there's share? lots of facts and stories we could do about this, um, but I have got a, a quick one. Demeter, she's one of the main 12. She's uh, Zeus's sister. Now, she had a daughter called Persephone, okay, who was abducted by Hades, which is her brother, right? So Demeter's brother Hades abducts her daughter, takes her to the underworld. Okay. Demeter, who is the goddess of the harvest, is really sad, and she neglects her job as being in charge of the harvest. And what happens? Winter comes to the humans, and we have no harvest. So Zeus eventually gets involved because Zeus is their brother, but he's actually, you know, the king. He said, right, Hades, you've got to give her back her sister. You know, give her back her toy, but it's a kid. Give her back her sister because she's sad. And then Hades says, well, no, because she's got to stay with me for six months of the year because she's, right, she's eating a pomegranate, apparently. So that means she has to stay in the underworld. (laughs) (laughs) So for eight months of the year, for eight months of the year, Persephone is not in the underworld. And then for four months of every year, Hades gets to have her in the underworld, which makes Demeter sad because it's her daughter disappearing. And then that is where we get our seasons. That's where we get our winter and our, our harvest, okay. you know, our lack of harvest. So it's stuff So stuff grows when when the daughter's around. And then when yeah, the exactly. around, she's so sad that nothing grows and that's, that's what the winter is. Yeah, but just like Hades is the brother of Demeter and he's taking her daughter. That's his niece. Yep. And he's taking her, his niece to uh, like to be his lover like you said it right you said it right about 40 minutes ago ollie this is most certainly a soap opera (laughs) really quickly for me so we were talking earlier about the romans changing the names of the gods and and turn them into their own thing so we mentioned this really quickly earlier that the romans called aphrodite venus and just for people that that might not know venus had a son and that son was called eros but the Romans took that and they renamed him to be Cupid. And so earlier that Aphrodite is the God of love. And so that then becomes Venus is the God of love in the Roman world. And then her son is Cupid, which is what we associate with Valentine's day. Okay. So Liam, if somebody were to ask you about this topic, do you think you'd be in a better position to be able to talk about it now? Yeah. We've got the Titans. They had some more Titans. Titans had a kid. Kid made his dad throw up. Gods overthrew the Titans. Gods came in charge. Easy. Just all you need is a family tree tattooed onto your arm or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, certainly, certainly. I like how it all links to like nowadays. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a complicated one. You're going to need to have a family tree just to get your head right around it. But super, super interesting. I'm looking forward to actually delving into some of those myths um, in a future episode. Yeah, absolutely. Completely same here. Yeah, I. I knew very very little about this um beforehand i think if somebody was talking about it i'll be able to follow it i don't know how much i would be able to to be instigating the the different relationships between people and how they were related but at least i've got a much better idea now about what the gods were and sort of what they were were responsible for hopefully that is the same for people listening as well we'd love to hear your feedback and let us know if you want us to go into a bit more detail about some of the stories behind the gods and the the mythology that's out there and maybe delve into um, some of those things that that we've sort of mentioned in passing today get in contact with us at two guys one topic at twitter instagram or facebook we'd also love it if you can please just 
take two seconds to give us a five-star rating on Spotify or just leave us a super quick review on Apple Podcasts. Um, It only takes a minute, but it, it does really help out. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We'll be back with you next Tuesday. Get out there and share some Greek god knowledge.